The Pixel Hearts would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land where each member has recorded this episode. The Gadigal people of the Aura Nation, the Wadawarung, the Bunurong, and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The team would like to pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging, and recognise the sovereignty was never ceded. This continent always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to the Pixel Hearts. My name is Cameron and my love language is Merge Mansion Law. Hi, my name is Taya uh, and I couldn't even think of a bit. I'm sorry, I'm just thinking about Merge Mansion now. Never mind, go to the next one. I don't wait. I just want to ask. I don't understand. What what is Merge Mansion? <gasps> Merge Mansion. It's a terrible mobile like like Merge Three game, but it has this bizarre lore around it that's built upon constantly in the trailers of this old woman who um, potentially killed someone, but then they're alive. But then she gives her mansion to her daughter, and she finds a secret room. Look up Merge Mansion lore. You're gonna this go. Is, this is oh. your love language, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm here. Oh, I'm I'm getting off right now. Hi, I'm Faye. (laughs) (laughs) The thing no one tells you about having a large polycule is if you're the only one that cooks, you might as well be starting a fucking restaurant at that point. True. True. (laughs) Serve them Uh, all gruel. (laughs) Make them earn their keep. (laughs) Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Molly and Butt. And who can kill many people and has two butts? An assassin. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, that was good. I I appreciate it. And we are a team of romantic gamers who want to help you achieve a play of the game in your love like. Like. Life. Like. Oh my God. I'm dying. (laughs) And this week on the show, we're delving back to a question that we touched on last week. Um, So I would recommend listening to the previous episode. Um, But just to remind people, we have this question from one of our listeners. Hi, Pixel Hearts. My girlfriend and I love gaming together, but she's really competitive. When she gets going, she uses a lot of slurs that make me uncomfortable. She's perfect in every other way. How do I talk to her about this without upsetting her? So last week we touched on the use of slurs in gaming and language in gaming and how slurs have become so commonplace in a lot of online communities for gaming and just in general the use of slurs. But this week we wanted to kind of evolve the question to talk not just about slurs because slurs are one side of it, but there is also name calling and sledging and aggressive language that doesn't fall under the umbrella of, you know, a slur, which really, you know, is a derogatory name for a minority to, you know, make them feel othered and different from others. So this week we want to talk about the use of language in online gaming and how we need to really be aware of the language we use and how it affects those around us. Um, So we wanted to kind of talk, when you guys game, what kind of language are you proud and unproud of? Oh, so... um. When I play Mario Kart, I always play as Isabel. And the kind of language I take for most of the game is slow and steady wins the race. Oh, I'm just having a great time here with my friends. 
and I was consistently getting seventh, um, which is impressive, right? Because it's just consistently seventh uh, until this, until the last, <laughs> until the last round. And one of my friends like drops down underneath me, uh, like slightly. And I turn around and like, in your face, <laughs> out of nowhere, just like something inside just bubbled out of me. And I think actually having the juxtaposition <laughs> between slow and steady, let's all have a good time and suck it, um, is where I'm at. That's, that's my vibe. I actually... Uh... I have a history of getting a little bit too competitive, which I have now kind of brought down to. I tell everyone I'm not competitive. I just appreciate winning as what <laughs> I generally go as. But this means that, because like way in the past, I used to play uh, professional Counter-Strike in like oh, 2001, no. right? Get like out. 2001, ancient, ancient oh. times. And my competitive nature was a little bit too much. And so I spent a lot of time reining that in. It's not something I can always rein in because while I can do it online, as soon as we, I don't know, go play mini golf where I'm in like person with someone and there is like a thing counting it down, then verbally the the sledging may come out again a little bit here and there. But no, I've in video games, all of my sledging, it's actions. I refuse to speak. I refuse to type. It is the condescending turn and looking at people, right? Oh. It is about like Things like, you see people teabag, I think teabag is a waste of a good, like, you could really hurt them with just small movements that you choose to do. And teabagging, <laughs> it's, it's not subtle, right? So things like ignoring an entire team fight to just continuously snipe the same person over and over as they respawn <laughs> till they are red with fury. That's the <laughs> best sledging. No words, no typing, just actions. And then you mime sodomizing them. No. <laughs> oh dear. Actions, action. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I mainly play single player games. So if I'm if I'm cursing, I'm just you know saying fuck to myself, and no one really minds. Uh, I guess if I really want to sort of like, uh, yeah, like I guess hurt someone in a game when I'm playing multiplayer, uh, I'm just very helpful, but in a very condescending way. <laughs> Uh, so just like, oh, you may want to turn off the other applications that are slowing down your bandwidth. Uh, you know, you should, turn on your, you should turn on auto aim. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, you wanted to get like, good, huh? Someone apply some cold water over here. Burn. Oh, I'll never recover. I'm not particularly offensive when it comes to, <laughs> oh, no, you're comes to online games because I, you're offensive. I don't play with... <laughs> you just don't mean to I do not play be. with people I hate. <laughs> Um, well, we've discussed this previously on here that I used to have a bit of a... I took a break from Overwatch because I used to get very heated when playing it. I have an aggression problem. Um, I, I'm sure it's going to be a shocking revelation to all of you that I can be quite petty when playing and I can <laughs> be quite um, uh, pointed with my comments towards others. Um, I, 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 I definitely... Um, don't get super like mean when I'm 
angry. I get lots of uh, mm, uh, and heated noises. But as soon as I'm like doing well and I'm beating someone, there's a lot of, well, why don't you just eat my entire ass? Um, <laughs> there's a lot of, and this is why your mother left. Um, <laughs> like just Ooh. like getting in there on those little ones where it's like so obvious that I don't mean what I'm saying. Um, yes. I'm not a sore loser. I'm a sore winner. Oh, I'm a terrible winner. Terrible winner. Terrible. I lose, I go, good, yeah, good job. It wasn't my game. I was off. Like, yeah, no, I get it. As soon as I beat you, I'm like, go to hell, eat shit. I'm going <laughs> to dance on your grave. <laughs> no one will remember your name in history. <laughs> I'm, I'm like that too. Like, I am a mean winner, guys. I'm really mean. I, I just, I also need to bring up, if we're talking about sledging, right? There's the best and worst sledging exists in the same place. And that is competitive fighting game communities. Oh, yes. Right? Oh. Where you see some of the most beautiful, like, it's, it's interesting because in the past, it was like very vicious and modern day, it plays out more like, uh, wrestling stories where you obviously have a heel who is intentionally being like mean and setting up things but there is I just have to bring up the worst sledging I've ever seen which is a famous uh, Smash Brothers money match that the person in the lead up wrote a rap to try and sledge oh. the other person and it was <laughs> fucking terrible oh, if, you, if you really want to see how not to sledge have a Google uh, Smash Brothers money match rap. So, okay, I, that's just inspired me of this a story. So, um, I uh, was drinking with some friends, and they're like, "What would you your rap would be, Marlian?" And without a beat, I went, um, "It's free ply because I'm gonna wipe your ass." And like because I said <laughs> it with so much conviction, everyone went, "Oh!" And here I'm walking away, being like, "Don't." about it don't think about that it's not good no, it's, it's not too good. late i've already thought about the fact <laughs> yep, that you're implying exactly. that you will exactly yeah <laughs> mm. oh, with don't. your hands mm -hmm. no 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 three ply three ply i've got three I... ply no i yeah i get it but what part of uh you is wiping their ass look I'm, oh, is it... I'm gonna put a stop to this because i'm cringing too much of the inside that it is but there you go physically hurting me the, you have an idea of the kind of language that we use so we're not like angels we're not sitting up here being like people shouldn't <laughs> sledge oh my god i can't believe people do that no the reality is everyone uses language it's a matter of context it's a matter of consent to the use of language that is important now the question asks how do i get my girlfriend to stop basically the, the question asker is uncomfortable. Mm. And unfortunately, the way through this is going to be an uncomfortable conversation paired with keeping someone in check. Because this is the biggest thing. Changing someone's language is not one, one chat. It's not, hey, don't use that word, and they never use it. Because they're going to use it again. And it's a matter of how you and others then react to that as to pulling that in check. So if you have... If you have a friend who uses language that you're not comfortable with and they're using it in front of people that you can tell aren't comfortable, or maybe you are comfortable with it because you understand the relationship, but they're using language that you wish they wouldn't in front of others, silence and just hoping it goes away will achieve nothing. No, no, you, you cannot stay silent on things like that. And 
strangely, because of my day job as a uh, games lecturer, especially for new students who it's their first three weeks studying how to make video games straight out of games culture, I deal with this a lot, like an awful lot. And the worst thing that I could personally do is stay silent when these things are used, right? Um, and because of the fact that we just have, she uses a lot of slurs, right? There's various, various levels of like how offensive slurs can be, right? Like we can kind of agree they're all bad, but like there's ones that are said subconsciously, ones that are said with intent and whatnot. It really depends on the person to how you approach them with that, right? Mm. The common defense being, this is just what everyone says. This is what I've said my whole life. You may need to talk to them about like, if it's common, if you're saying these, these easily, this easily when playing games, can you imagine if like someone at work brought in Smash Brothers and was like, hey, let's have a little bit of game at lunch and it slipped out in your workplace. Like as soon as you add them to the lexicon, there's always a chance that they come out in the wrong place. All places are wrong. That raises that whole conversation around the amount of streamers who say, I said it in the heat of the moment. I'm not the kind of person who would say this thing, but mm. you are. That is not an excuse. Heat of the moment. In the heat of the moment, I've never used a word that I would not comfortably use out of the heat of the moment. Agreed. Not yeah. once. I think it's also like, um, you know, similar style kind of excuse of, oh, I was drunk. I didn't mean it, I, like kind of thing. But I am never an asshole when I am drunk. I am a fucking delight. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I can I can attest to that. <laughs> the reality is drinking creates heightened versions of yourself, that kind of thing. Like everything is rooted within something based in the personality, but that doesn't mean that the personality can't be changed through education. So the worst thing you can do is immediately just be like, bad, scold, bad. It's about mm. education and it's about making it understood the comfort level that comes with language, making people understand the language you want to be using. Yeah. There's a, there's a difference between feeling guilty about something and feeling shame because mm. shame internalizes it as like a personal characteristic of yourself. But guilt is kind of recognizing that it's actions rather than who you are and that you can change your actions and you can change your language. It takes practice. Right. And those kinds of things are the things that matter. A very good friend of mine who, when I first met him, I was a bit concerned regarding my relationship with him. He's a straight man. And he would talk about things like the fact that racism wasn't real and the fact that feminism didn't need to exist because women were already equal and all this other stuff. Like, and that's where the relationship started. It was a, it was a business relationship. And I approached him rather than just, calling him out, being aggressive with him and letting him know it was wrong. I instead approached it from a level of, okay, well, let's try education. Let's try not calling immediately. In? Pardon? Calling in? Yeah. Don't immediately throw the bathwater out. That baby is still salvageable. That metaphor is terrible. No, it's good. It's a good metaphor. How dare you? Look, we were talking about Death Stranding before. It's <laughs> <laughs> but it's that thing of like, through that time, I was able to change his perception of how he sees the world. And now he's, you know, 
He's still himself, but he's just more aware of those kind of talks. And yes, it's not always up to us to educate people. People are, you know, in a world of information and data, people are also responsible for their own. But we need to understand that no one's grown up in a vacuum and we have to consider where people have come from and the implications of the people that have been around them on them. You know, not everyone has been raised in very, you know, forward thinking and, you know, some people come from backgrounds where this language is a lot and some people have been nothing but, you know, entombed in communities that use this language. And if we are just going to give up on them and say, nah, get fucked, you fuck off, you're the use of fuck it, fuck that, you've just got like, there's, it can't go anywhere from there. Change doesn't come from that at all. Yeah. Like, they just feel... They feel almost like pushing back as soon as you come at them hard. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. And so it's that I, thing of I'm the gonna... use of language. Sorry, Taya. Sorry. I'm just going to propose uh, two sort of courses of action potentially for this question um, for the person who's writing it. Um, definitely, like, if you're comfortable to do so, have that conversation with your partner about these words that you're using, this behavior is making me uncomfortable. And to sort of put together some of the stuff that uh, our esteemed uh, Dr. Butt has been saying, um, and that my esteemed colleague, uh, Cameron Honey Swain, has also said, uh, yeah, we want to, uh, I guess, focus on, like, Faye, uh, sorry, you said some very good stuff nah, as well. Get yeah, two... <laughs> yeah. I love you call you me esteemed when are. in the last episode I suggested a Muppet fist me. You know what? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Muppet fisting all aside, the thing that I want to suggest is that, like, we need to, um, yeah, like, focus on the fact that this is behavior that needs to sort of um, be changed. Like, you're not trying to attack the other person, um, and that's generally a good approach for when you're discussing these sorts of difficult conversations with people, um, where it's less about, like, you as a person have failed me and more, this behavior is hurting me, and I'd like us to work together collaboratively to change that. But I do have one caveat with it, which is if this person is using slurs that basically target your identity, um, I have some fundamental concerns about that relationship full stop. Mm -hmm. Even if this girlfriend is amazing in every other way, if she is using that sort of language in a way that demeans your identity, like sh I think that there is a fundamental lack of just awareness. Respect. There's a that, lack of respect. Uh, 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 yeah. Lack of respect, lack of awareness, all of that. That just mm. fundamentally I'd be concerned about you uh, in that relationship. And I would actually recommend that maybe you cut your losses and run. <laughs> there, There is the part of the question where it says she's perfect in every other way. So we're assuming that that includes respectfulness everywhere else and it's just mid-game things are flying out so i guess it is depending on the question right I, and how we're giving you options yeah i think at the end of the day you need to uh consider the gaming community that she has come from and what she has grown up around and see if there are you know ways to kind of readjust and navigate the way she considers gaming can I can can we end on a final? Yes. So one of <laughs> you want to say your favorite slur? Go for it. Yes. All right. So one of my favorite insults is um, Immanuel Kant in the Critique of Pure Reason. Thanks, David Hume. 
for uh, awakening him from his dogmatic slumber. Shaboom! Oh, I got none of that. Did any of you understand that? <laughs> I got it. I, I, got I did. It. Oh well, but I've also great. had I'm a just... discussion about okay. this before with Marlian, so I like I know the background here for sure. Oh. Uh, it's because of you fucked up so bad that you made me a philosopher. Exactly. Don't explain it. To I me. wrote. Don't do that. I wrote a whole book. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm explaining it for the for the audience. Thank you very yeah. much. Right. Just in case there are any yeah. non nerds in the audience. <laughs> and now I'm not a nerd. I get it. All right. Well, I... <laughs> does anyone else have any favorite insults they love to throw out that you can say without getting cancelled? That's not very punk rock of you. Anyone can like peer pressure me to do anything if they just turn around and go, that's not very punk rock of you. It destroys me every time. I mean, look, I just call people scab a lot. So there's, there's the insult I use. Well, it looks like that's all we have time for this week. We hope that's helped in some way, but I think as we always say, it's important to have the conversations around language and where we use it because language is one of the, you know, the biggest tools we have as a people and it's important that we use it wisely. Um, we want to thank Ryan Stanton for producing the Pixel Hearts and Blusher for our intro and outro, the Pixel Hearts theme song and One Pixel at a Time. For all of our links, or if you need the Pixel Hearts to help troubleshoot your love life, head to our link tree in the show notes. But until next time, be kind to each other, or at least be creative. Ryan, can you just edit in a beep at the end, like Cam ended with a slur? <laughs> <laughs> I just let out like a four minutes of just me like yeah like when the what are your favorite insults and we go around just like if there's any pauses just like beeps just lines of beeps <laughs> I personally love calling all people in other classes beep 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 there you go that's the cotton <laughs> <laughs>